Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to keep plugging away at the Gospels as we pick up in Mark chapter 7, starting at verse 1. One day, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law arrived from Jerusalem to see Jesus. They noticed that some of his disciples failed to follow the Jewish ritual of hand-washing before eating. The Jews, especially the Pharisees, do not eat until they have poured water over their cupped hands, as required by their ancient traditions. Similarly, they don't eat anything from the market until they immerse their hands in water. This is but one of many traditions they have clung to, such as their ceremonial washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of religious law asked him, Why don't your disciples follow our age-old tradition? They eat without first performing the hand-washing ceremony. Jesus replied, You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, for he wrote, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. For you ignore God's law and substitute your own tradition. Then he said, You skillfully sidestep God's law in order to hold on to your own tradition. For instance, Moses gave you this law from God, Honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father and mother must be put to death. But you say it is all right for people to say to their parents, Sorry, I can't help you, for I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. In this way, you let them disregard their needy parents. And so you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own tradition. And this is only one example among many others. We have to remember who Mark's audience is as we look at these verses, and there's a fair amount of explanation of what's going on as we take a look at the passage we read today, and that's because his audience is largely Gentiles. Now, being a largely Gentile audience means that they would not have been familiar with Jewish traditions and other religious practices, especially ones that were... uh, being put into motion or being practiced by the Pharisees or Sadducees or teachers of religious law. As we consider that, Mark goes, and I think his explanations go a long way into helping us understand what's going on in this passage and what Jesus is trying to get at, what uh, kind of (laughs) the glass ceiling he's trying to break to cause them to realize that there's more to life than following traditions. There are things that are more important. And As we look at this, Jesus' disciples are being accused of uh, not being good students, right? They are being accused of disregarding these age-old traditions. And at the same time that they're accusing these disciples of not being good students, they're also accusing Jesus of not being a good teacher, right? And Jesus, being the one who ought to instruct these disciples, the whole ministry is being called into question in doing this. And you have to consider, these are Pharisees from Jerusalem. These are high-ranking authorities. These are people who will report directly back to the religious capital of the nation at this point, and they are calling Jesus' practice and means of teaching into question as they ask about why these disciples aren't washing their hands, right? And we would say in today that, yes, washing your hands is pretty important before you eat. Jesus here is not disregarding basic hygiene. He starts laying into them about the tradition that they are holding on to. This is a common theme that we will continue to come back to as Jesus interacts with this group of people, especially the Pharisees, as they are concerned about tradition. People hold to traditions for various reasons, okay? And I I want you to go with me on this. Think of all of the traditions you have around Thanksgiving 
or Christmas or on a Sunday afternoon coming up here in the fall when football is on, right? When you're sitting here, especially in America, that you have a practice for maybe watching a football game or when you sit down and are about to enjoy uh, Thanksgiving or maybe you do things for Halloween, right? There are seasonal practices that you have and you have those because it's nostalgia. You put up Christmas lights, you decorate your house in a certain way, you light off fireworks on the 4th of July, you cook delicious food at holidays. Why? Because it's tradition. Tradition is good. Tradition is valuable, right? We also know that we hold to tradition when we cook something, right? We know something works uh, if we do it this way. That's tradition. There's a way to make scrambled eggs. It is tradition. Tradition is good and fine. They are not inherently bad. But when you get into traditionalism, this is what you have to watch out for, right? The attitude of, well, we've always done it this way. And you're inflexible to try it any other way, to try and adapt or to try and change things, right? We've always done it this way. Why would we do anything else? There's danger there. There's also danger in having the practice outweigh anything else in value and esteem. Now, I'm going to unpack that a little bit. Jesus, in this passage, talks about something uh, in verses 10 and following about the importance of this commandment of honoring your father and mother, right? This is the law that Moses gave. However, their traditions say that, well, you don't necessarily have to honor your father and mother and provide for them if you practice this thing called korban. Now, korban is this practice where you could say, well, you know, the, the benefits and the produce and the income from this land ought to go to support my parents. But if I dedicate this as a gift to God, that means that I don't have to provide for my parents financially from this land. They could still benefit from the income of that land, but they would not have to provide for their parents. It's almost like the biblical equivalent of a tax dodge. This is them trying to get out of their obligations, of the things that God has commanded of them. And Jesus says, this is just one of many examples of you holding on to your traditions instead of honoring what God's law actually says. So Jesus, as he's being called out, you know, you're not really a good teacher. Well, I mean, Jesus kind of lays into them and says, you are a bunch of hypocrites. You are the ones that aren't honoring the what actually ought to be honored, right? The law of God. You are disregarding what ought to be valued and esteemed and instead are practicing and valuing these traditions that you've held on to for a long time. It calls us to question here what sort of traditions we surround our lives with. What sort of traditions do we live on? And the takeaway question for us today, as we consider those kind of traditions that surround our lives and help us function and operate, do any of these traditions and practices prevent us from helping other people? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.